Tony, where you been, man? We've been worried sick. I, I got the wrong time. I flew in from L.A. last night, and I'm just a, a, an hour off everything. Oh, man. I feel that way all the time, brother. Don't worry about it. You know, you're the busiest man in show business. If I'm not, I got to be in the top 10. Uh, first of all, congratulations. Another season of Dirty Jobs. And uh, uh, we're learning so much from you. Thanks. You know, I think I think our language needs a word that combines congratulations with, oh, gosh, I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> but, it, but until then, I'll take congratulations. It's it's uh, you've been Mike Road is what it is. <laughs> I've been Mike Road hard and put away wet. Yeah, there you go. Are, are you do you get tired of doing this? I mean, obviously, you know, that's a that's a loaded question, but there's got to be some jobs you go. Oh, I know. I, I don't want to do that. I get tired, but I don't get tired of doing this because the great dirty little secret about this show is that no two days are the same. Like on the one hand, it's Groundhog's Day in a sewer. You know, it's always the first day on the job. And that, you know, that will demand a level of humility uh, that you might not think you have, but you do. Um, But beyond that, no two days are the same. And so I'm super grateful to have a, a career that, that lets me, still lets me be surprised by what's ever under the rock or in the pool. Yeah. You know, it's always a surprise. I would imagine uh, there are jobs that uh, probably you don't want to do, like working retail at Christmas. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, look, any. I, I still believe that any job can be done with humor and excellence, uh, but I also think people are wired differently. Some people are really good at, you know, able, able to do the same thing again and again. Uh, I, I, I can't. I'm, I mean, I guess I could, but I've, every attempt has proven that I'm a miserable failure when it comes yeah. to that. Well, like, you know, like you, I mean, we've all had, had interesting jobs, and I think I, I know a woman who's a waitress and, and just loves being a waitress, but I could never work in the food service industry. And yet you should, you know, everybody, everybody, I, I don't mean that like, you know, yeah, I, my I, think show. I think what you're doing right now is fantastic, Tony, but, but everybody should wait tables. Everybody should drive a cab. Everybody, everybody should dig a hole or a trench or lay pipe or, you know, it's, I think it's kind of like travel. You know, you, you, it's hard to form a cogent opinion about the world and, until you've seen some of it. And it's hard to talk intelligently about uh, work mm-hmm. until you've tried your hand at a lot of different things. Well, I think your show gives us a great deal of empathy toward those people that are working very hard and, you know, got grease on their hands and, uh, you know, sawdust everywhere. And it makes us grateful for our lives and it makes us grateful for their lives because, this country wouldn't move forward without people that are willing to break their backs. That is really, really true. And it was very relevant for the first five, six, maybe seven seasons of the show. But now something really interesting has happened. Now people are looking more closely at those old episodes and they're beginning to realize that a lot of the people we featured on the show in days gone by and in the current season are millionaires. Many are making six figures a year, and people are stunned by that because we've 
sort of been trained to assume that if you see a guy in a pool that hasn't been cleaned for 17 years and is covered with algae, that, you know, he, he's, he's not really pursuing his wish fulfillment, yeah. right? No one looks at that job and says, gosh, I, I, I wish I could do that. And then you realize he's making 400 grand a year. And you go, oh, wait, what? And that's what our country needs to experience right now. Oh, wait, what? Is that because there's less and less people willing to do that job? I think it's part of it. You know, I mean, the studies are kind of grim. You've got 7 million able-bodied men right now between 25 and 54 who have affirmatively checked out of the working population. They're, just, they're, they're, they're not even looking for work. That's never happened in this country before, not in peacetime anyway. And so that worries me. Uh, work ethic in general seems to be on the ropes. I don't know of any employer anywhere who isn't struggling to hire right now. So yeah, that's, a, that's an environment that's real. And I think that this show, first and foremost, look, it's an entertainment show. I, I want you to laugh. I want you to have a good time. But if there's a message underneath all of it, yeah, that's it. Get a job, man. Any job. I think America needs to go back to work. I mean, uh, we, as you say, we this is this is not just unemployment. It's it's willing unemployment. That's right. I used to talk a lot in my foundation about the skills gap because 15 years ago, when I started awarding these work ethic scholarships, it was based on my belief that a lot of able-bodied people didn't have the necessary skill to do the work and we could correct that with training. But then it occurred to me, you know, maybe the skills gap is really a will gap too. And if you're not willing to get your ass off the sofa and learn a skill that's in demand, if you're not willing to show up early and stay late and pay your dues, then, then that says something about our country. And I'm afraid it's not super flattering. Yeah. Mike, our time is all up. I get in the wrap. I, I, I love talking with you. I wish we could talk for a longer period of time, but uh, I do want to see an episode with you being a cyclotron gift wrapper. I think that's a job that uh, needs okay. parakeet massage. Maybe I don't know. Parakeet massage would be good. Maybe, you know, start with a budgie, work your way up to the parakeet and ultimately a parrot. Sure. Uh, congratulations again on, on dirty jobs. It's such a great show and it's such a, uh, and it's an educational show. So, uh, all my best, my friend, and, and happy holidays. Thanks, Tony. Bye -bye. I'll see you next time. Adios.